this is a little bit strange. I've already had a little chat with John. It's a little bit strange reading, but hopefully we'll understand a little bit more as we go on through the morning. So, our reading comes from Matthew chapter 6, and we're going to look at two verses. It's 22 and 23, and it says this, The eye is the lamp of the body, and if your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Isn't that straightforward? Don't you find that's just easy, bit in the Bible, really easy to understand? Um, so let me, let me do, use my clicker and put something up. So, oh. it's just coming. There we go. Has anyone... There we go. Click. <laughs> Has anyone ever been for an eye test? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know when you sit there and they say, they say, um, can you read the letters in front of you? And you uh, does anyone have glasses? Yeah, a few of us. I, I, I used to didn't have them when I was a child, but as the older I got, the funnier people started to look. And then I had to realise that I maybe need a glass. But when you go, when you go to the, 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 the opticians and, and you see, you've got to read the letters all the way down. And uh, sometimes they're quite clear and sometimes they're not. And the smaller they get, the harder they are to see. And sometimes when you get older, you need some, sometimes a little bit of help. But when you look through one eye to the other eyes, look different, don't they? So when Jesus is talking about eyes, if, you're, if your eyes are healthy or unhealthy, he's not actually talking about how well we see, but he's talking about how well we see. So what do I mean by that? You see, um, click. <laughs> it's how we look at things. You know what I mean? So when he's talking about the eye being the lamp of the body, it's how we see things done. Because um, we can see things uh, in two different ways. We can see out of our, our eyes in, in a stingy way and in a grateful way. We can, can respond that, you know what I mean, that w- with gratitude, we can be generous. Or we can respond the other way by being stingy and mean. I don't know what sort of eyes you have, but some of us have stingy eyes. Some of us are very generous and see things well. Click! So when, when God set up, up um, his, his, his people, he set them up to view life in, in, a, in a way that was really helpful. You see, when, when Israel went into the promised land, he set this rule that every 50 years, things will go back to how they were. Now, if you messed up, say you started a business and it went wrong, and you had to sell your house and your land, every 50 years, that would be returned back to you. If it went really wrong, and sometimes it went really wrong, people had to even sell themselves, and they'd have to go and work for other people. But after 50 years, things would be put right. Now, this seems like a a brilliant plan, doesn't it? That every 50 years, things go back to how they should be. But God's people didn't see it through God's eyes 
in a healthy way, they saw it in an unhealthy way, and they became stingy, and they started to refuse to put things back. How, how do you view things? Remember I talked to Click? Remember I, I, I talked a, a while ago about my friend Alistair and how that he seemed to be very encouraging all the time. Can I just say, it's infectious. Yeah, and I, I play golf with one of Alistair's friends. He's called Simon. He's just as bad as Alistair. <laughs> you can hit the ball into the bushes and he goes, oh, that was really good. It went so straight and high. And I'm like, oh, they're so encouraging and nice. And all I want to be is competitive and mean and horrible. And uh, we did it with parents when, we, when, when I used to run a football team. I said, you can't say anything nasty or mean to the referee, the other team, or to your own children. You can only say encouragement. The first two weeks, absolute silence at the side of the pitch. No one had anything positive to say, but slowly, slowly, they learned how to encourage and build it. Even the referee got a clap one day, and not a sarcastic clap. No, that's a brilliant decision, referee. Not a proper, yes, well done, referee. And it takes time, but how, how do we view the world? Do we, do we view it in a stingy way, or do we view the world from a generous way? It's how we see things, how we compliment people from, gen- from being generous, or we just looking out for our own good. In the estate where I was brought up, someone in our estate once bought the ball. Remember that thing? You had to find the ball. They won a fortune. And you think we'd all be grateful, wouldn't you? Someone in our estate actually done. And you know what they did? They bought next door. And they made this two, these two semi-detached detached houses into one big house. And every time we walked past, well, we grateful and went, woohoo, good for them, great, great. No, we walked past going, <laughs> why? Because we, we weren't looking from proper eyes. Because we used to think, you know what I mean, if they've won it, then there's no way we were ever going to do any good. Because all the goodness has been wasted, all the goodness in life has been wasted on these people, not wasted on me. But this is the thing about God. God's goodness never runs out. His generosity goes on forever. He, he, he never sort of says, I'm really sorry. I've, I've been so nice to Ian. I can't be so nice to, to Agnes. I've used it all up in Ian, Agnes. I'm really sorry. You're just going to have to... <laughs> Sorry, you got that wrong way right. He says it all up in Agnes. Is this a teeny? It's not. God's goodness is, is there for everyone. He is so generous. So generous. And we have got to be the same. And we've got to get caught up in how we view things. Not, not to n- n- use our eyes in a negative way, but in a generous way to have love. Click. There's a story of a. Of a, uh, of a a, a, a family who moved into a new town, a bit like Mitch and Hampton. And when they moved in, the kids came home and went, no one likes us in this town. They're all mean and horrible. And the dad looked at these two kids and went, what do you mean? He said, oh, they're, they're miserable out there. 
Really? He says, yeah. And so he gave one of them, he gave both of them a little jar. He says, you have a jar. And then he gave them a pile of marbles. He said, put the marbles in your pockets. And he says, I'm going to give a big chocolate bar to the first person to fill the jars. And the little boy went, oh, I like this. How do we fill the jars? He says, well, every time someone smiles at you, you can put a marble in the jar. Okay, so, well, next week, there weren't many marbles in the jar. But suddenly, this little girl's jar started to fill up. And the boy's looking, going, how could your jar's filling up? And she went, yeah, I know the secret. And it wasn't long until her jar got right to the top. And the boy was frustrated. He went, how do you fill your jar? And when she'd won the chocolate bar, she shared her secret. She says, you know how you get smiles in this town? He went, how? How I try? She says, no, no, the secret's this. If you smile first, they always smile back. You smile first, they'll smile back. Generosity is infectious. Honestly, Alistair infected Simon. Now they're both generous with their compliments and love. They're lovely people. They just need to work harder on the third person, that be being me. But, um, but how, how generous, if you're generous and loving, You'll have an effect on other people. If you smile first, people smile back. So the question is, how good are your eyes? Have you got got generosity in your eyes, or are you stingy? Now, Daniel's going to come, because we've got some questions. So...